0: Welcome Welcome to to Amplify Amplify and Align, Align. I am Michalina
1: and I'm Stacey.
0: Why are we here? To break the rules, to share
1: our wisdom and to disrupt an industry. We work with coaches, healers, and leaders who are ready to turn their mission into a business that creates impact and
0: freedom. Together, we bring over 20 years of experience to this space.
1: I am the Amplify, with proven systems and strategies to help you get your message out to the right audience. And I am the Align,
0: with processes and practices to help you through the inner shifts that become your external breakthroughs. We always joke that together we make the perfect coach. Which isn't surprising as we are sisters. So what can you expect from our podcast? The truth about the transformations needed to create your success. Soul-led strategies you can implement. And a sprinkle of astrology and spiritual strategy.
1: And we're going to be pretty honest. We will be breaking down a lot of the truths and busting myths about the coaching industry.
0: We want to invite you into the conversation with us.
1: Are you ready to align your energies and amplify your success? Let's go! Hey guys, welcome back to the Amplify and Align podcast. We are here today to talk about something that we are both pretty passionate about, as always, because, you know, we do get fired up and passionate about a lot of different subjects. Today, we're talking about In general, and we're just going to see where this conversation goes, because it's something we talk about constantly. (laughs) And we're constantly surveying what others are doing in our industry. We're doing a lot of market research into what others are doing, what's successful. Obviously, I work with a lot of clients that are using different strategies in this area. and, And you're someone who is actually actively out there using strategies in this area. Today, and I know it sounds like a really broad subject. Today, we're going to talk about social media yay insert applause noise here yay <laughs>
0: and to also all those of you who are pretending to love it I'm with you I understand oh, yeah. <laughs> we want to talk about that soon <laughs> I understand I do yeah it's not my favorite thing like when I consider social media as part of my business I'm like oh it feels like such a big mountain to climb But I am absolutely determined to overcome that, to climb that. So we're going to have a conversation about that today. But no, I'm standing at the bottom of the mountain with you in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah. So I guess the conversation really, we've been talking about some ad strategies that some spiritual entrepreneurs, I say that very lightly because... Yeah, there's one in particular that's popping up in our feed at the moment that's just giving us all the icks. Uh, <laughs> rebranded herself from this like super bro funnels marketing guru to, oh, I found myself spiritually and now I'm still going to talk to you like you're a bro marketing person, but I'm going to just put a little spiritual sprinkle on top. Anyway. Oh, yeah, so we- the, the cliche <laughs>
0: spiritual awakening that a lot of people are going through and suddenly, yeah, everything there shifts. There is and-
1: absolutely nothing wrong with having that spiritual awakening. Oh um, no no no. It just doesn't trying, look the way that it, I, yeah it's being I don't portrayed. think she I don't think she really gets it and she's tried to package it into this um yeah this format that really just is not what the spiritual community want and need and there's just some phrases and things that she's using we'll probably talk about that later but we've been looking at her advertising strategies um and how she's you know starting from zero and like rebranded, started a new company. And we've been watching how she started promoting that and trying to build her audience. Um, And, you know, from when she was in marketing previously, when there were tens of thousands of followers following her to now seeing how sluggish and slow this is growing for her. um, You know, we looked at uh, Facebook, which she started the new page, uh, yeah, a couple of years back now, even though she's just starting to really actively promote through ads, um, she's only got a couple of hundred followers on Facebook and really not great numbers or engagement on Instagram either. And, you know, I always say like the numbers don't actually count. Like we don't look at numbers. Um, you can have a wildly successful business without a huge following. That is like, I can guarantee you if, you, <laughs> if you're if you using the right strategies for small audience uh, Yeah, you can absolutely smash it with a small audience. But she significantly got a very, very smaller audience with her new business than us. Um, So I can imagine for her, she's probably looking at this going like, oh, like trying to do this now in 2023 this kind of sucks um and while she was trying to do it all organically and tout about it being organic and growing this, this spiritual community um, she's now running like 20 something ads on on meta um, and I haven't even looked at anywhere else but I like I, I can obviously identify that there's a moment where it's gone like oh, it's not as easy as it used to be to grow massive followings and that's very very true I've had the same experience. So
0: when I had my first wave of business, I had a Facebook group. I think it was four or 5,000 people. I grew organically outside of my business. And that business just accelerated because I'd built that community over a year or two years or something like that. But coming back to use the same strategies the second time, it's been a completely different experience. I had a Facebook group when there was like 200,000 Facebook groups total. And now there's millions. So, in a way, we're having to get a lot more clear about our alignment and our messaging and all of those things. The challenge is not looking back and going, oh, well, this is how easy it was, <laughs> because that can block you going forward. But this yeah. is where the ads come in.
1: Yeah. Oh, look. And I do have a lot of clients that tell me they don't want to spend on advertising on meta or Google which includes YouTube as well and my advice is always going to be well you're kind of shoot yourself in your foot if you don't want to do that because I believe in a hybrid strategy between organic and paid growth that's just a personal belief um but I I have clients that are happy just you know spend on ads but then they're not ready to invest in creating the structures that support those ads. Um, So there's like a, you know, a whole lot of stuff. So there's a lot of work that needs to happen before you do create ads and put them out into the world. Um, But yeah, like organic strategies is sort of what we wanted to, to gauge today and talk about, but that's absolutely the point I want to drive across right now is that if you are using really good connecting strategies in social media organically, I just want to tell you this, like you don't need tens of thousands of people to follow you. It isn't necessary. And if you buy followers, like that's a whole other topic of conversation, which is not a a good one. (laughs) That's not a great thing. Um, And it's actually really easy to find out if people have purchased followers and all of that. But, um, again, um, you know, different conversations. But I just, like, I really want everyone to know that you, like to get to that, you know, the dreamy six-figure income, or ten thousand dollars month that all these coaches really heavily, oh, like yeah, I guess create this beautiful picture around. Um, like the reality of that lies. is yes, well, you can lies. have lies. a ten thousand dollars so out there. Yeah, but you can have a ten thousand dollars month with three hundred followers, and only ten percent of those are consumers or clients. Like. That's the reality of it. You don't need tens of thousands. But when we're looking at our business and a lot of people in our community have got a particular structure and system in place. Now, all of my strategies that I implement for my clients are all bespoke in a way. They're all really customized to the way you enjoy using social media, the way you create content, the way you want to connect with people and where your power is in that connection process so it's always going to look different for each of my clients but like um I'm having an absolute brain fart I have no idea where I was going with that <laughs> but the thing is like if I like oh yeah I'm t- I'll, I'll listen to this back and I'll go oh yeah that was the point you were trying to make Stace and you didn't get there? I'm watching you going um, oh this this is the oh story my- oh yeah I've, I'm a bit lost as well <laughs> but like the the whole idea of um yeah like building your audience and oh that's where I was going with this so like the the thing is that we get stuck in these systems and creating these offers and um you know and creating an offer suite for ourselves if you want to create a rigid offer suite that is set on a particular um uh, you know funnel a particular free program a particular load um, ticket offer use the word
0: and then use the word the, Which the niche word. you're trying
1: to avoid using niche oh no no not shit. talking niche no not talking <laughs> niche specific but like just having like those core offers that you really just want to promote if you're looking at just offering a core product suite then you need to be growing your audience constantly versus someone who is willing to keep creating and be um, quite intuitive with their process and their offers and allowing that flow to happen with how they're actually teaching, educating, inspiring their audience with those offers. You, You can just keep inspiring your current audience and keep, well, in a way, keep selling to the same people over and over and over. But if you have a really rigid offer suite it makes it incredibly hard if you don't have a full customer journey in place for your business. If you don't keep creating and adding things in that suit everyone at any point of their journey or repeat clients and having things for repeat clients to do, you're going to have to keep growing your audience, right? Because I mean, we've both seen that we've had both had clients who get to a point where they're like, oh, I've had all this success and I've sold tens of thousands of dollars worth of programs in a few hours and now my audience really isn't growing and no one's buying anything and like I've had clients that have come to me and said that when they have not listened to my advice at all and I'm just like (laughs) in a way (laughs) because I'm like well you're not listening so off you go and like I, I don't work with these people anymore because if you're not coachable then there's no point spending your money on me right like yeah um but we've seen that happen. So, like, and this is where we, like, I wanted to talk about this today, and I have no idea how to phrase this particular thing, or how to even explain this really simply. Is that the way that you structure your business, and the way that, however, that brings you joy, can actually show you how you should be using social media to grow your business as well. So, there's like a little bit of a, a, I guess a. a A framework in place with that in a sense of like, if you want to have these cool products and you want to do, you know, this particular masterclass every single month to increase your audience, then there's a lot of work that needs to happen. Um, and then if you're using ad strategies, you can like totally amplify the shit out of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like you chip in and and tell me your opinions.
0: I'm just I'm just formulating thoughts as I go. I think that what I see and what I've personally experienced is that spiritual entrepreneurs, mission-driven women, we get so focused on the thing that we want to do that we're not actually expanding our view and looking at what needs to be done outside of that to be able to take that offer to the world. So we've got this program, we've got this offer and we're so excited and then it goes out in the world and no one buys it. I'm like, oh, okay, what now? And that's where a lot of us can feel really overwhelmed because we have an idea of all the things that need to be done. And then we get into the pattern of trying to do them all at once. And so there's no forward movement because we're losing power in every direction. Whereas we need to go through this evolutionary process where we do this layer, one layer at a time. And I think a lot of us go, well, not me, because I'm happy to spend money on ads, but it's. to, to fight that overwhelm, it's like, no, I just want to do this organically. No, I just want to show up on social media once a day and write a post and get in my stories and, and do a little sharing on my stories and like,
1: that's going to get me success, I'm sure of it.
0: And then nothing happens. And then someone comes to work with Stace and I and they realise that, oh, this is bigger than I thought it would be. And we go retreating back into the shadows going, fuck, this is just too much. So this is a process of taking it one layer at a time and and learning the process and working with people who understand the process and not just going to throw you out into the world, throwing money at all different things. I, there is a journey that we need to go through. It's not just about the offer. It is no in no way just about the offer and it's not just about showing up on social media once a day to talk about that offer, hoping that someone's going to buy it. There's There's work that needs to be done. And this is a reality of building a business, even though it's a spiritual business. We can't see the work that highly successful spiritual leaders are doing in the background. We just see their beautiful, soft, spiritual message. We go, oh, I want to do that too. But we need to understand there's a process. And I get it. It can be overwhelming because I'm that person who doesn't want to deal with the strategies. And yeah, I've gotten myself stuck because of that.
1: Yeah. And look, again, like I want to create strategies for my clients that are highly intuitive and in flow with the way they like to create and what really makes them happy. I'm not going to tell a client they have to do it a particular way and, and force them to show up when they don't want to. But, but we re- also need a reality check. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes we need reality. a reality check. Yes. The reality I see, and that is frustrating, is that people don't understand the gravity of the importance. When they come to me and they say, I can only grow organically, whether or not they want to pay for ads or they're actually banned from advertising, because there's a whole lot of people that are banned from advertising. (sighs) It's a strange thing. Hey, Meta, congratulations. You make it so much harder for people to actually pay you to grow their businesses. Anyway, so That You have that resistance of, okay, so I need to do this organically or I want to do this organically. And if they pick one platform to do that from, and if that platform is Instagram, I'm always going to roll my eyes and tell you that's a a dodgy idea (laughs) to put all your eggs in one social media basket that at the moment has a confused identity. Keeps fucking around with its algorithms and the whole system itself and doesn't know what it's really doing. Keeps changing things, trying to keep up rather than forming their own, like, solid, like, "Mm, this is who we are and this is what we stand for. But, like, if you are in that mindset, you need to understand then that social media platform is your job. It is your job to create three pieces of content every day for that platform you need to be showing up in stories and and doing that you need to be engaging with other accounts and creating conversations getting into the DMs and talking to people in a non-sleazy sales way but really creating that connective tissue and for people that just really say they struggle to find time to create content then an organic strategy like that it ain't for you like in honesty like I want you to be spending at least an hour or two a day creating content if that's your strategy and you want to build organically. Like that's just the reality of it. Um and this when business. you're doing that. oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Business.
0: It's business. Like we yeah. can be a healer, we can be a coach, we can be a leader, creator, teacher. But if we can't get our shit outside of our field, if we can't get our voice out there, then it means nothing. Like part of running a business is the marketing and the connection and the experience that we're delivering. It's not all about us and what we want. Uh, That's just the responsibility of having a business. If you don't want to do those things, you need to think about, well, is this really what I want to be doing in this world? Because it's not just the fun stuff.
1: Nope. And I think that's where a lot of people like struggle with it because they don't want to invest a lot of time and energy but they also expect results from it. So I'm like, in a way today, like giving you a reality check and saying like, grow up and start working hard if that is how you want to grow your business. And of course, there are always going to be those magical unicorns that create really cool content and shake things up and create really good engagement. But you've also got to look at the type of content that they're creating, not copying it. At all because then that <laughs> won't have any impact. But those people that do have really good organic growth, and uh, like you can see how fast and quickly they're growing, it's so much more than just the content that they're putting out there. It's like the offers that they're creating behind that that build excitement that then continue to grow the audience as well. Um, it's the way they use user generated content to build in their stories, like that success model behind it, which makes you build trust and makes you want to follow them as well. And it's also the way that they are spending time engaging with their audience. And like, it's such a, like so many different facets to that organic growth that we've really like, and a lot of coaches will tell you that you don't need to be creating like three pieces of content a day. You don't need to be engaging with other accounts to grow organically. And I'm just like, yeah, that worked like five years ago. But it doesn't really anymore. And like, I'm just really in my mind, I'm thinking about Instagram right now because that's like the main one that most people just want to use. For me, I, I have no did. idea why. They did
0: do it. They did do it. There's a forgetting that happens once we hit the, the six figures or multiple six figures and even seven figures. They forget what it is, what they've done, how it felt, how they pushed. They're looking oh, yeah. at whether they are now and going, oh, this is all ha- you have to do to have seven figures. Yeah. But even I have to bring myself to earth sometimes in uh, this wave of business because I find myself going, it was so easy back then. But I actually have to intentionally put myself back there. And I'm like, well, what did I feel every day? Was I high energy? Was I so excited? Were people flowing in in the way that I now imagine they were? And if I get down into the roots of that, I'm like, no, I worked fucking hard for that what I did worked really well. It's not going to work the same now, but I worked hard. They worked hard. They just forget what it was like Yeah. in those past evolutions.
1: Yeah. And of course, like I'm totally the one here saying like, it's not the same for everyone in any way, shape or form. Like for me, I have a particular strategy that I absolutely freaking love. And that is, I use Facebook groups, not only our group, but also networking in other groups, sharing information, giving insights, supporting others, creating conversations around subjects that really matter to me. And I love that networking part of what I do. That brings me so much joy and that brings me a lot of freaking business. Like that is a huge part of my growth strategy. And I adore it. Whereas people that tend to want to focus on just Instagram, it's because they hate Facebook or meta. Um, and so they don't see the value in doing that. Or if I say I use groups as a networking strategy, they think they have to run their own group, which in itself is a massive job, right? Like running your own group isn't as crazy and easy as it used to be. So like, uh, yes, I have my like our group, but like my group strategy is so much more than that. It's about using other groups and and blah, blah, blah. So you've got to find the, the thing that starts the momentum for you and that works for you and like if you've been using Instagram and you've been creating content then I'm going to say to you turn it up a few notches with like the content creation and the engagement and see if that improves your results over say a 7 to 14 day stretch and if it doesn't then there's probably a reason for that. And we need to audit the strategies, whether it's the message, the delivery, like whatever that looks like. Most of the time I'm going to say, like when I've done social media audits for clients um, and that is a service that I offer, I basically have to break their heart and tell them that they're fucking boring the shit out of me and I'm being paid to look at their content. So if I'm bored and disinterested, then the audience is probably going to be the same as well. So, and I know that sounds really, really harsh, but we tend to leave our creative flair out of our content and we just see the way that everyone else is creating content. And then we start pigeonholing ourselves and trying to create content, even if if it's subconscious, then, you know, that's usually it. We're not doing it on purpose. But we tend to like start bleeding into whatever else is doing and the way other people are showing up and like the using of trending audios and all that stuff. It's like you hear that same thing. you just like swoop, swoop, swoop. I'm going to keep swiping because I'm sick of it. So there's like a layer of the strategy that it's just being really authentic to yourself, your message, and the way you want to show up. And, yeah, just really. That's my bit.
0: you got to stand out. That's my bit. Well, that's where I do the work with people because you can have the best strategies in the world, but if you Mm -hmm. aren't in alignment, if you don't, if you can't define how you're authentic, if you don't take complete ownership of your gifts, this is why I'm doing a class next month called multidimensional because I want to help you look at those dimensions and bring them all together into one unique, empowering, ignited whole. That is what needs to happen as we go out into the world and like you, I, I see others kind of pulling themselves back into themselves and going, can I tell you this thing, please? And having that question mark at the end of every sentence, like they're asking their audience a question. And look, I have no judgment. I've been here as well. I've been through this whole process of, of trying to unfold my own magic. So I don't say this from a place of, I see you, you need to fix it. I, I know what it is. This is where my astrology work changed me. But uh, you need to get in there and you need to fucking own it. You need to be prepared to shine. The question that's coming to mind is, what are you afraid of? Strategies aside, like what is preventing you from really stepping out into the world to own your gifts, to brag about them, to share them, to shout them? What is it about being in the light that frightens you? These are the questions that we need to resolve within ourselves. Otherwise you can spend tens of thousands of dollars on ads and ain't going to work.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's why I think a lot of clients that come to work with me are expecting like major results really quickly from just some tweaking to strategy. And I take them on a journey that goes down into the, the real foundations of the emotions and the personal brand and that mission of how, why this needs to happen. Um, it's so much easier when they've worked with you first, (laughs) like so much easier, but if I'm working from that place, they tend to get really antsy and they're like, Oh, I just really want to get things moving. And I'm like, but if you get things moving in the current state, you know, then it's not going to have the results. It's not going to have the longevity. It's not foundational. It's just transactional. And that's not what I'm about. And I'm like, I could set anyone up with some products and a course, create some really fucking good ads for it and make them, you know, get out there and talk about it. And I know that that could be hugely successful and be massive because I know that someone else has done the exact same thing with the exact same products, but energetically, if it's not aligned, it's not going to work. And that's a problem. And that's why a lot of coaches who are selling you this one simple strategy that's going to unlock all this potential and money and blah, blah, blah. It's all just shit because that's not they're how i trying to sell refer. you something
0: absolutely but there's something else Always, something else that's coming to mind is that we have our offer what we're we're wanting to sell which is the value the tangible experience of value but people on social media get big followings because they're giving value of some kind and I'm not even just talking about the content the content yes they're teaching things they're inspiring people through their words but there is an energetic field around them that people are receiving from and those people that you are following. you're like, I don't know, I don't get what people see in them. There's something in their field that is providing some value. Stace, you've got the Leo rising, which is like the, the value you share is inviting other people to shine. You give people permission to shine. And with my Aries and Aries energy, it's like you give people permission to step out of inertia and take action from a place of power this is again, where the astrology comes in, because we can see what value you are giving outside of the tangible things. And most people aren't harnessing that. We don't know how to harness that. We don't know how to embrace it. We can't even see it because we can't see it in ourselves. And again, you can go and spend tens of thousands of dollars on ads. But if you're not holding that energetic field, or this is the gift I'm giving the world just in my presence, then we are going nowhere. We're just not going anywhere and it's not transferring into our words. We can't infuse that magic into our offers and our content. If we can't see it and we're not owning it, this mm-hmm. is
1: so, so important. Yes, absolutely. And this is what we were talking about the other day, actually. Um, I remember if it was a specific client that we were talking about or like if it was just someone else who we were talking about ourselves, I not remember But we were talking about how scroll stopping content is really the key. And a lot of people don't know how to express their magic into the words that are needed on social media. A lot of people don't want to do video. So therefore, again, there's like a disconnect of energy because video is an amazing way to get your energy out into the world. Um you can do it in words. Oh, there's a couple of accounts I think they're just
0: magic. Oh, Their yeah. words are like medicine. Sure. Every, word they, they write, every, every word they write, every word they write is an initiation. Exactly. And it's harder hmm. to transfer that magic into words if yes. you're not profoundly living it.
1: Yes. Um, so we were talking yeah, about the, uh, yeah, that structure of like how you actually create content that's aligned to yourself and that's gonna make people stop and scroll. And there is uh, oh my gosh, we could have so much fun with that particular like topic because it's so easy to for someone on the outside to look at what you've written and go, oh, this is what you actually meant. Like as someone who, you know, does sales copy and from a marketing point of view. Like that's what you actually meant, but you're not conveying that at all. There's no power behind that. Your energy isn't coming through on that. And with these few tweaks, a little bit of a change to the structure and the way that you're creating and and putting your content out there, you can have a lot more success with the way you talk to your audience. And again, it's going to look different for everyone and the way they create content. But I guess like the whole thing of it is like, oh my God, we need to one, invest more time if we want to do it organically, and two, we need to actually audit it, whether things are working or not. And most people don't, and they just keep creating and then go, Oh, after a couple of months, it's not working for me, my audience hasn't grown, and you know, maybe this isn't the platform for me, or like, Oh, I'm just no good at it. Um, yeah, oh, I three, mean, three, you need to believe what you say, like, really believe
0: what you say, Absolutely. like, down to your roots, believe what you say, and you need to embody it. And I see a real lack of embodiment, detachment from the things they're writing. There's no belief, there's no infusion of belief in their own words. And again, it's like, can I? Can you Can you hear me? Like, do you believe me? And that's because they don't even really believe in their ability to deal that message out into the world or they don't believe it in themselves, especially with women who are doing personal development work or offering life coaching. This is a real problem is that they're sharing their voice on something about belief and mindset that they haven't really mastered themselves. And we oh, yeah. all feel we that. We see that all the time. We feel that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We definitely see that all the time. But selling something tangible like i will get you x amount of audience growth in 10 days or i will get you to 10 or 6 you know fix fix figures per year or 10k months or whatever like tangible results right that are hugely measurable and like you kind of like attached to that type of marketing because it's easy but when you're looking at selling something like healing or life coaching, or just you know mentoring and um, self-discovery processes and shadow work and all that sort of stuff. What I see more often than not is that they're using the language that they understand and they see as these magical words that will unlock all this potential for their audience. And I was talking about this with a client the other day, and we've mentioned this so many times before about using things like stepping into your power, igniting the passion and all of these like really words that in the coaching and mentoring space are so overused. But not only are they overused, they mean absolutely diddly squat to someone who doesn't feel powerful or doesn't realize that there is passion outside of like purpose and and what they're just doing every single week to get by. So what we see is this like cycle of this language being used and not actually absorbed by the audience because they're using language where they understand it but their audience doesn't. So we really need to step a few, like simplify and actually share the process. And I know we talked about this on the first episode about framework stuff totally relevant even into this conversation but actually sharing how you get those results in your content is massive it has such a profound impact on the person that's reading it because then they believe that this mystical transformation that's in the world or within them is available it's it's a harder sell so you gotta really nail it but then
0: there's the other side of all those cliche words but I also I've had a problem with this too own it trying to fit as many I wouldn't say spiritual words, but trying to look a certain way and putting packing these very um convoluted abstract terms all in one short paragraph. And I've looked back and I'm like, oh you not something understand this- what I was trying to yeah. fucking
1: say there. Even like, the other day uh, you said something like that. And I was like, no, just fucking call it what it is so that people can find it if they're searching for it. Don't uh, keep creating all these stupid names for things. And it's it's not even, I'm trying to look smart. It's not the right way to
0: say it, but we're trying to reach people who are spiritual based on using too many of these terms and words. When I have to, I've had a shift and I'm like, I, I actually really love what I've written recently because I'm not trying to pack every sentence with two or three words, trying to make it convey something that could actually can be conveyed in like 10 words instead of 50. like this is a real problem, I think for us where we want to be seen a certain way and we're actually moving away from who we are in our authentic language because we're trying to be seen mm-hmm. in a way that we want to be seen. and again, you yeah. can have the worst the best program, but if you've got the worst ads with all this really confusing language that your audience aren't connecting with or they're like having to read something three times because it's like, what does that actually mean? Like there is a lot of shifting that needs to happen. You could probably speak into that all day as well, Stace, because you do the coffee, I love, you work with these women, love you've worked with me. with
1: people. <laughs> um, yeah, like I just, there's also the other aspect of that where people feel like they need to embody like this other side of themselves and I like I've seen this Um, I might be guilty of this in some way but I I, like they get this like badass persona and you I know you've seen this too where like people then all of a sudden get this like real like like badass like oh this is what you should be doing and you shouldn't be doing this and like they kind of flip from their own personality into this, what they think is going to be like a controversial conversation starter vibe. And um it's not really them talking and you can tell that they've just trying to create content to trigger people or to spark that like feeling of like, oh, this person's a bad- badass and they like mean business. And it comes off as really not very genuine. Um, so there's like absolutely different this, and I've, I'm thinking like you're all listening going oh my god it's completely fucked what's the point of even trying this is all so complicated but that's where like we want to help you guys and like share with you like you don't have to be anyone else but yourself there are skills that you can develop so that you can convey yourself better in social media world in business because that's what you're trying to do. You're building a business. So there are skills that you need to be able to communicate effectively and get that message across and how to write about it and all of that sort of stuff. But in no way should you be shifting away from true alignment and who you really are because you can the hard part is
0: yeah the hard part is and I've been through a very very long journey of trying to find myself Uh, my son is in the 12th house which is hidden potentials, the unseen, anyone who's got their son in the 12th house has a longer journey of trying to learn like well know thyself what is that so it is easy to know that you aren't aligned it's, it's easy to know that you aren't being authentic in what you're saying it's easy to know that you're not fully in the roots of your truth and purpose the the bigger challenge can be well who is that mm. what is the thing who yeah. am I supposed to be? Especially the more we start to think about it, the harder it is just to let that energy flow through. So maybe you're not. It's not your time to be going out into the world and spending ten thousand dollars on ads. Maybe the work needs to be first of really starting to embrace that energy that is you and really starting to uncover the language that you are designed to be using. I had a client a couple of weeks ago who felt that, that disconnect that misalignment and not necessarily struggling as such. It's more like, I know this could be better. We did some work on the language through the astrology and she had some clients coming to her within the first couple of days after our session. So sometimes it can be a simple shift. It doesn't always look like a big long journey trudging through the shadows. I don't really believe in the shadow work anymore anyway, but uh, it doesn't have to be so difficult as what a lot of the world makes it out to be, a few simple shifts and suddenly that energy lands and everything can
1: change very, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So shifting into like the whole vibe of like, Oh, Sorry, guys, my computer's just gone. Phone call and it <laughs> just started going crazy in front of me. Sorry, I'm still here. Um, So like, let's talk about the ad side of things. So you've got someone who's got a an idea of how they want to funnel and attract an audience into an offer. In some cases, and I know, like I said, oh, you need like some really good structures to have really good ads. But if you have a really good like, masterclass or um, some sort of like challenge that people do, you know, there's a few different types of like stepping into, um, you know, a, a product or offering um, in some ways. So if we're looking at doing it that way, then we need a really good structure for that to to capture people's details and like send them a welcome email and all of that other stuff. But yes.
0: Could you just do some explaining around the funnel because I I know a lot of people cringe when we hear the word sales funnel because it's so associated with the bro marketing and it's got such negative connotation around
1: it so what do you you mean when you say it needs a whole episode (laughs) in itself to talk about funnels I really don't want to go into too much detail around those today because it's going to look different for a lot of different people as well there's not like Like there are a lot of systems behind funnels to make them hugely successful and automated and ideas overwhelming to talk about. Um, It's easier to have visual explainers and show you how a funnel actually does get set up from an inside of a program that manages it and all of that sort of stuff. But I'm saying right now, like you don't have to worry too much about that. What you can do if you really want to start an audience attraction method that is into paid marketing is you can look at creating some sort of event or offer that's live and all you need is a really good landing page and a welcome sequence and that's really it. It's not complicated. And then you use that challenge or that masterclass to then promote something. And I am going to be the anti-digital marketer in a, a way here and say to you, like, you don't need to perfect the funnel if you're really good at showing up and presenting and selling yourself, it can happen so well in that simplicity. Um, But for some people, and like when you get to a point in your business, I'm going to tell you like a complex funnel is going to be fucking amazing. It's going to be freeing and it's going to do all these jobs that you don't have to do and all that, blah, blah, blah. But like right now, that is an audience attraction method that you can utilize. You don't have to have like an evergreen offer available to promote at the end of that. You don't even need to have a group program or something. You can just be offering your services at the end of that as a one-on-one. I think it's a fantastic way of growing your audience because when we're looking at paid strategies, we can tap into who it is that we want to target, right, with the actual ad. Um, They don't have to be following us. There are methods where you also include who's following you as well, which is very valid in this time where organic reach is at its all-time low, But this is why I'm telling you, like, don't be resistant to advertising because you can pick who your ads are showing up for and you're reaching so many more people and you can track how it's working and what's working. And and Meta have made it so simple that it kind of does take the middleman out in a way of actually getting a specialist to set them up for you. If you just want to learn the process for yourself, it's not that complicated now. What's complicated is if we do look at creating funnels with, you know, the um, the codes, pixels all through them and retargeting strategies and all of that sort of stuff, which we, we're not going to talk about today. But like that in itself as a method to grow your audience is very simple and effective. But the one thing I said to a client the other day, and this is just me totally opening up and being the stubborn mule that I am, um, and Emma, I think you'll agree with this because we talk about this quite a bit as well. There was this ad that came up and I'm always looking to learn more. I love it. I'm doing another diploma as we speak, um, which I like. I, I won't tell you what it is yet because I'm I'm super excited by what I'm like. I've done this training before, but now I'm doing it at a diploma level and it's so much fun. Um, but I love learning and I love participating in programs. I love paying for coaching. I love expanding you know, my, my knowledge base, we both do. And I saw this ad Mm -hmm. pop up and the graphic just really got me. And then I read about this um, program and I think, oh gosh, it was last week that we were talking about this. I think it was like a five day, like intuition discovery, like, oh my God, the way that it was worded and broken down into the step-by-step days of what we were going to be covering and all that sort of stuff. I was like, "Fuck yeah, this sounds so good. And then I clicked through to it and it was a free challenge. And I just went, oh no, I don't want to fuck around doing more free challenges. I'm over that. I'm at a point in my business where I just want to actually learn and like get really good value out of anything I'm investing my time in because that is more important to me than money right now is my time because got the money, time, yeah. (laughs) That's where I'm struggling. So I'm like, I looked at that and I said, if he had have said to me, and it was a guy that was taking this program, I was like, if he had have said it was like 299 dollars I would have just paid it on the spot. But because it was a free challenge, I didn't see any value in it. So I just clicked out of it and yeah, haven't
0: haven't looked at it again. (laughs) I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the free challenges. I said that to Stace a little while ago. I'm done with the free challenges. I was just filming a five day free program, and I'm like, no, no, this just doesn't have any good energy behind it. So I'm going to turn it into a five part written course with some video to complement it. But I think people are getting over the challenges and the free stuff. And like, we know, we know the tactics. It's not that people are over
1: it. I think you're wrong there. I think it's that it depends on the journey in which you're on and what part of the journey (laughs) because that's possibly true, but we'd love to hear from you. Come to our group and have a conversation with us about this. We want to know what you think. Because Mm if, if that ad, like it was so well written and it was so like, it was so cool. If someone is at a point in their life and business, and it was targeted a little bit more towards business and using your intuition in business. So someone's in the beginning of their business and they're in fear of really investing or spending money and they're not quite sure, um, you know, or just sort of unaware about their intuitive processes and how all that works, then a free program is going to be a fantastic fucking way to get in front of those people and sell them something because that's the level that they're at versus if he was targeting people who are uh, this sounds so wanky because I don't mean to make it sound like this but if they're targeting people who are earning good money who are more successful who are getting the shit done then I mean and that's the language that attracted me because it sounded like he was like so successful and he had all these strategies of intuition processes and blah 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 and I was like yeah cool this is awesome um But the language spoke to me and it probably would speak to someone in the beginning stages of business and intuitive process as well. Like it just didn't really speak to me on value, which is just the point of it probably spoke to value to someone else. And I love doing my free masterclasses and I love doing my free challenges that I've done in the past. Um, But I feel like at, at some point it's like you do offer a lot of value and we both do. Um, and I don't want to ever have someone click out of something because it's free and they don't see the value in it either. So it's that recognition of having things to meet people where they're at price wise and also the work that's involved as well.
0: Yeah. So I just, I look at a lot of the free stuff out there and in a way, I think if I'm giving something for free, I'm just, I'm putting myself at a lower level than some of these astrology books that I've had to pay for. And I I want to go out into the world with something to share. Now, that's not saying that we should all just do that whole charge what we're worth. I'm not doing anything for free. That's not what God, no. I'm talking no. about here. Uh, but, yeah, if, if you've got something that does have a significant value, then potentially putting a few dollars on it is, is going to help you get your voice exactly. out there even further like this is about expanding our range of impact and if you do want to do that and there's a certain kind of audience that will want to pay like i'm not doing anything free anymore like you if if i had a 5 day astrology experience come up i would probably just let it pass me by but if it had 30 40 50 dollars on it and I, i've done this recently with a couple of masterclasses i've actually paid for them what I, when I've seen them come up on ads because I'm like, well, you've got, you're standing behind the value on this. There's money on it. Absolutely. Yeah. So There's the free stuff. I just let flow by. I'm I'm just not interested in doing the free ones anymore. Yeah. I am just speaking for me. So oh, maybe everyone's
1: yeah. not over it, but i me certainly too. And a lot of the free mm. stuff, like there was one particular coach who I was like totally inspired by musical theater person. So we had so much in common and I'm just like, this girl freaking rocks. I did her free thing and it was this such a waste of two hours of my life. And if I had have just gone into something paid with her that was higher value and better outcome, then I totally honestly fangirl would have been like, yeah, I want to join your program. But then seeing this free thing that was just so like, ugh, um, just information that is easily accessible, most people know it anyway. It was just like, um. Yeah. And it was a lead into a big, pro- her big program, but I'm just like, I just, I thought it was her not really sharing her expertise enough that she'd had said, well, this is free. So I'm only going to offer this level of information. You could see that she was withholding parts because it was a free class. So I was just like, that's, that's totally off. Um, but also I guess this is the thing here.
0: This is your first, yeah. first impression. like When you have ads, you want to have that first impression at the highest level you possibly can
1: Mm. yeah well what I was going to say is that I would rather have 20 people who have paid to participate in a class or a challenge whether it's seven dollars twenty seven dollars four hundred dollars don't care than 200 people who have just signed up because it was free and it sounded interesting I think that commitment to invest in yourself shows that there's a, a commitment and psychologically it does actually improve attendance rates when people have paid for things as well um and that's why when doing events and things i always say like charge something so that there's that energetic exchange because it will it will entice people even if it's 11 bucks they're going to show up for it because they paid for it uh in most cases so i, I guess it's we, Yeah, for me, it's more important to have people who are there committed to the challenge or to the class to learn and then actually go and use what they've learned, not just say, oh, I've learned this and then not do anything with it.
0: Well, I'm just thinking of Carolyn Meese. I think she's a legend. She's probably one of the spiritual teachers that I've listened to the most hundreds of hours. And she's doing her archetypes, all of her archetypes in videos on her Facebook page. And I really like that because she's not promoting a free class that you show up and you have to sit there for an hour an hour and a half. She's doing every archetype in a short video on her newsfeed. And that is a really powerful way. I've seen her getting her value out there and sharing what a legend she fucking is without having to do the whole, all of that stuff. Now, because I've been on her page, I've gotten the ads for her sacred contracts course, which I've actually done. So I don't need to do it again. But that's been a way that she's gotten my attention: is the free videos, and then is it that once you go to someone's Facebook
1: page, they then target you as ads? How does that bit work? I don't know that bit. Only if you go to an external page, usually. So she can target people who are following her page, which obviously you are. But then she can also Mm -hmm. target people through her site if they have landed there there's data that gets exchanged between you and and meta and yeah all of that sort of stuff so yeah like it's like when you go on a website and you're looking at something and then you go to Facebook and you see the ad it's because they're targeting you because they've got data from your visit on their website and uh yeah that's how it works so yeah that's where the phones are listening to I I don't oh, even have to sure. go to a
0: website and i will be talking about something and an hour later there's an ad for it I'm like this is really
1: curious Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Yeah. So, um, Yeah. yeah, I guess, like, it really is dependent on, like, your own... Way that you want to show up. And like, I love doing short form videos for social media. um Do I do them every single day? No. But I'm also, like I talked about this the other day with someone as like, I'm not in active audience attraction mode. I'm not in a pre launch strategy of any kind. For me, a lot of the work that I'm doing is in Facebook groups and I'm getting a lot of contacts and networking that way. So the outwards content creation process doesn't have the same return for me. So I just do it very sporadically and intuitively whenever it's, you know, it time or if there's a particular thing that I feel like my audience needs to know. So, but every single one of us, the way that we show up and the way we connect and the way that we're giving value is all going to look different. But that's why I'm saying like, you need to find a way that it sparks joy in you and no one else. Like those short film videos are massive. So breaking those archetypes down, But she would probably be able to, after doing that, do a class where she charges about them because it's so in people's minds of like, oh, I've learned all of this about the archetypes from her that now I want to go deeper into another layer of that. And she could advertise a class and bam, it's got like, you know, $200 per person and sell, you know. I don't know how big her audience is, but a hundred places within a few minutes, probably. Oh no, there'd be like thousands of places yeah. within less than a minute. Uh, yeah, is,
0: yeah. Carolyn Meese. Anyone who has been on a spiritual journey and learning about energetics and chakra and power knows who Carolyn Mees is. And if you don't, no judgment, but go and find her. She is I know, a legend. I've
1: looked at her before. It wasn't my vibe, uh, but yeah, I couldn't remember what her audience was, but. Yeah, so there's yeah, definitely like methods behind all of the madness that you see on social media and just remember you're seeing like 1% of someone's strategy is what's outwardly put on their social media feed. <laughs> and you need the alignment. If you don't
0: have joy within yourself with what you're sharing, if you're not connected to your center of power, if you're not living your blueprint, not just in your life but in your business, then you're going to struggle to get your message out there to get out and touch people energetically without even having to say a word like this is my intention for you all is call people in just with your presence alone. And we do that through the alignment. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to leave it there for this episode today, but we would love to see you in the community. As always, this episode that you're listening to right now is available on Spotify and iTunes. We personally just don't use any other platforms.
0: So, is there are other yeah. platforms? Oh, yeah. I don't like, even know. Are there either? There's
1: yeah. Google Podcasts and a whole bunch of other things oh. as well. But anyway, this is where we are. And you'll also find this video on YouTube and on our social media platforms as well.